and welcome to Heavy Pages, A Divorce Journal with Josie, your host. Today, you'll be enjoying another Topic Tuesday episode where we discuss a specific topic that has something to do with divorce. I hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. I'm glad to have you here with me on this Topic Tuesday, and I figured this week our topic is going to be for the new generation. Uh, I think it is something that is very popular now, which is social media. I was pretty lucky that there was not tons of social media when I was going through my divorce because it has been a few years now because I know that I would have been an absolute mess and torturing myself. I mean, I did kind of torture myself with the little social media that there was back then, which was MySpace and like eHarmony, really basic things, but it was enough for me to find him, sometimes not even on purpose, like we matched or we didn't match, but he did show up on like Match.com or eHarmony. Oh man, I remember that day. I was not happy. So... We did also have each other on social media, which, like I said, was MySpace. And I think the big, no, it was only MySpace at that point. Either way, let's see with the little social media there was while I was getting my divorce, what these seven tips for social media during your divorce have to say and how they may have affected me and how they might affect you and what good advice, hopefully, it is. So... What we're going to be discussing is this article that I found on Great Lakes Divorce Financial Solutions, and the article is Seven Tips for Social Media During Your Divorce. I'll link the article in the show notes so you can read it all, because I'm not going to go through all of it. I'm just going to hit on the bullet points and then discuss them individually. So let's get right to it. Number one, don't forget to change your passwords. That might seem obvious, but... If you share passwords with your partner, you definitely want to get all of your password changed so that they can't get into your accounts, you can't get into their accounts, you can't watch them and check up on them and spy on them by using their passwords, or they can't like erase your account or or who knows what an ex can do if it is a contested and ugly divorce. So change your passwords. I agree. Number two, don't wait to open a new email and cell phone account. Okay, that makes good sense. If you have like a shared email or you don't want them to be able to communicate with you, if you're trying to avoid them, open up another email and that way start using that one as your main account and you can avoid any sort of uncomfortable messages you might be getting on your email. As for cell phone account, Well, I think it's better that you open a cell phone that way. I don't know about changing your number. So many people are are really connected to their phone numbers these days that they don't want to lose it. So the only reason I would say to change their cell phone account is if you have a joint account. That way you don't have any connection. I'll be honest. I did not do this. My ex and I, we had the same cell phone account together for months and months and months. I'm not even sure why. I think back then it was really hard to like change your number. If you changed your account, it was hard to transfer the number over. And well, we weren't like 
hating each other. So I think maybe I paid it or he paid it or he would just add that money for the bill to child support. I'm not sure how we did it, but I do know that we continue to have a shared uh, cell phone account for months and months. Number three, don't take selfies at the courthouse. (laughs) I mean, that's funny because people love to take selfies now, but is that really something that needs to be said? I mean, honestly, I kind of, I mean, I don't know if I agree on this one because I would take a picture not during court, maybe not in the courtroom, maybe not when the judge is there, but I would probably, knowing myself and as much as I love to take photos and document things, I would absolutely take pictures at the courthouse. I'll be honest and tell you that I did not do this when we got our divorce, but I think it was because back then your phones were not your cameras and I'm not going to be walking to court with a camera. But had I divorced at this day and age, you bet your ass, I would definitely have taken a photo at the courthouse to document that momentous day. But again, maybe not in front of the judge, maybe not during court. Oh, I guess I should mention that there might be a law against taking photos in a courthouse. In fact, I think one time when I had to go to a courthouse for something else, they did not allow phones in the courthouse. You had to leave them in the car. So if it's a legal thing, definitely don't take the selfie. You could uh, bring on more trouble than it's worth if you take the picture inside the courthouse. Number four, don't badmouth your former spouse. I mean, obviously, and I guess what they're trying to say is don't do it on social media, right? Don't get on uh, your Facebook page and decide you feel like venting and put a lot of nasty shit on there because that is not cool. You can delete it, but if someone screenshotted it, is that even a word? If someone took a screenshot, it's there forever. And I don't think um, that is helpful in any way. It just gives permission for them to do the same. And I just don't think that's what you want to do. If you need to vent, Talk to a friend, talk to a family member, write it in your journal, and then you can do a podcast about it 10, 20 years later. Or burn, you know, write a letter and burn it. Just don't put your business on social media. Trust me, you will regret it. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but you will regret it. All right, number five, don't allow yourself to be tagged in inappropriate posts or photos. And I guess this is more about if you are going through a divorce and maybe you have children, you don't want to be putting your party life out there. You don't want other people to be sharing that you're doing things that are not appropriate. You just want as squeaky clean a social media presence as possible because nobody needs extra ammunition. When you're going through a divorce, it's ugly enough. They can find enough crap to try and fight you with. Don't give them any more. Number six, don't post, email anything you wouldn't want to be used against you in court later. Okay, so again, back to the same thing. Try and keep your things private in your inner circle, people that you know that aren't going to be spreading your business anywhere. Maybe don't put anything in writing 
again, unless you're just keep writing something for yourself privately, even if you are venting to friends and family, maybe make a phone call, but don't like send a text or an email just because I know you can usually trust your family. Sometimes friends, you never know and you don't want to learn in court that one of your friends was not as trustworthy as you thought they were. So definitely keep your business, your business. And lastly, number seven, don't use your friends as social media spies. <laughs> That's funny. Did I do that? I'm trying to think. I don't, I, I want to say that I don't have a specific memory of doing that, but I do know that my ex was friends with a few of my friends on Facebook and a few of them out of, you know, loyalty to me, removed him as a friend as, you know, as soon as we were basically breaking up, but others didn't. And did anybody tell me anything about him? Uh, it may have been known to happen, but I think that this goes back to unfriending him on social media, on all social media, so that you don't know what's going on with him. So you don't torture yourself about what he's doing and you don't get mad because he's out partying or out on vacation when you guys could never go on vacation or he just bought, you know, a new car and you're like, wow, where you got the money for the new car? Anyway, all of those things. Just do not follow him. And if your friends follow him, Tell them, do not tell me anything that he's doing because I don't want to know what he's doing. Not my business, not my problem, don't want to know. Well, I know this was a short one, but I think we got through and got some decent advice about the seven tips for social media during your divorce. Remember to check out the full article, which is linked in the show notes. And as always, thanks for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the podcast episode. I hope that you're having a good day and I hope you continue to have a super week. Bye for now. And that wraps up this week's episode. As always, thanks for listening. If you would like to reach out to me and share your thoughts and opinions or comments and concerns, you can always do so at www.heavypagespodcast.com. And if you haven't rated and subscribed or shared this podcast with others, I encourage you to do so. I hope you have a wonderful day and a great rest of the week. Until next time. Bye for now. Bye for now.